Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. Uh, today my guest is Imogen Ragone, who's an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. We're going to talk today about the work of a woman named Amy Cuddy, who gave a very popular TED talk titled, Your Body Language Shapes Who You Are. And um, she uses the term power poses, and we're going to talk about that. So, uh, Imogen, welcome to the show. Hi, Robert. Nice to be here. Well, good to talk to you about this. I believe I've seen parts of that uh, TED Talk. Could could we begin by uh, uh, you providing a very short definition or description of the Alexander Technique? Sure. Um, quite simply, the Alexander Technique is a a thoughtful way of learning how to be aware of and change um, your own habits, maybe postural, physical habits. Um, it's really good way of learning to release tension um, and improve your posture and coordination. Okay, and I guess I would be nice if you could either define power poses or maybe start by talking about a little bit about Amy Cuddy's work. Yeah, I think it might be kind of easy just to maybe quickly kind of say what the premise is from her TED talk and her research. Um, um, she, she was looking into what um, characteristics uh, made um, good leaders or powerful, confident people. And she kind of compared um, characteristics from the animal kingdom um, to as humans um, mm-hmm. and she's interested on a kind of a physiological level basically the hormones mm-hmm. um, and the two hormones they particularly looked at were testosterone which she kind of describes in layman's term as, as the dominance or the confidence hormone and cortisol which in layman's terms is the stress hormone and they noticed that leaders in um, humans and the kind of alphas in the animal kingdom had the same characteristic. They had high levels of testosterone and they had low levels of cortisol. So as in they were very, very confident, they're very good on dominance and they had low stress levels. They were kind of calm under pressure. So um, a good combination. Um, and they also noticed that, the, that animals and humans alike in those situations were more kind of um, expanded. They made themselves bigger. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there she developed this idea of um, power poses. I'm kind of just, I'm really just kind of skimming through this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they did some experiments with people, and she basically had two types of power poses. One, high power poses, which were basically um, postures in which you were kind of expansive. Um, you might be standing with your legs open, your hands on your hips. Um, Mm-hmm. Um, sitting down, you'd be kind of lean back, hands above the head. So very open. Um, and the low power poses were the ones where you're very kind of 
pulled in on yourself. You might be sitting with your legs crossed and your arms crossed, hand on your neck, hand over your belly, your private parts, you know, the protective um, postures. And it's sort of a uh, shrinking pose. And the shrink And the shrinking, you know, and... Mm-hmm. Um, from an Alexander point of view, my ears are kind of pricking up because Alexander's sure. all about allowing yourself to be more expansive, really, in whatever posture you're in. Whether right, it's, exactly. You know. um, <clears throat> um, but she did a really interesting study to me. and She had people simply, one group for two minutes were in a high power pose and another group for two minutes were in a low power pose and they took they tested their hormone level before and after so they had a baseline and they had an after it was just a two minute thing and um, for the people doing the high power poses their testosterone level went up and their cortisol level went down um, I, if I'm remembering the figures, as much as like 20%, maybe even mm-hmm. more. So, mm-hmm. I mean, a, a significant, not just like 1%, right, <laughs> you know, a right. significant amount. And the opposite for people who are in the low power poses, the kind of pulled in poses, their testosterone, their confidence hormone went down and their stress hormone, the cortisol went up. So... Again, I'm kind of thinking back to my own experience with Alexander Technique, and I do feel that my confidence in general has improved since doing Alexander. Um, And I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe that's one of the reasons why, you know, um, because I'm not pulling myself as much into these contracted postures mm-hmm. so you so know. you're you're i mean alexander the alexander technique helps anyone to really take up all the space they yeah. they deserve as it were yeah not not to shrink in now but these these power poses also i and these power poses um i think encourage that but they also um you can do them with whatever habits you have. I mean, right. they weren't testing how people did the poses, which Alexander Technique is the how, right? Right. They were just doing the And so it was showing that even without any how, if you like, without mm-hmm. any um, thinking about the way in which they were doing it, whether they were tightening their neck while they were in that high power pose or whatever. Um, right, right. They, was, they were still effective. Well, they still made a physiological change. So I start thinking, well, how much more effective could it be? Exactly. If, Why if not add some Alexander yeah, to that? Yeah. Well, well, before we get to that, um, it does strike me that the power poses uh, that I saw illustrated by you on your, on your website, um, th- they also, apart from you... Uh, taking up more space internally they you also in those poses present a larger visual image to whoever you're talking to so for example having your hands over your head it kind of expands the visual field that a person that your portion of the visual field that a person sees or standing with your legs a little further apart and your hands on your hips, your elbows out, does that as well. Yeah, that's true. Now, the idea is that you don't necessarily have to be in these poses while you're 
interacting with people. <laughs> oh, I, I okay, um, but okay. but but that's an aside. That, if yeah. you are interacting with someone, they're going to see more of you. I mean, there could be a, maybe you. a reason to do that. Um, mm-hmm. um, but the, the, a second study that she did with these poses had people again two groups that did either the low power or the high power for two minutes. And they decided, well, how can we really test how they perform in a stressful situation? And so they put the people through a job interview process, mm-hmm. uh, which, the, you know, the people interviewing didn't know the hypothesis, hypothesis, the people judging, it was sort of blind to all of that. Um, and the people who'd done the high power poses, one were all the people that got the jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they were described with words such as like being more confident, more authentic, more present, more um, enthusiastic, um, you know, um, which are all good things. But they weren't in those postures during the interview. That would be kind of inappropriate to go into a job interview and stand, you know, with your right, hands right. on your hips. But right. the effect of doing them um, changed how they were just while they were sitting having the interview. And she also had a really good visual of, you know, the typical waiting room for people waiting to be interviewed is people are kind of hunched over their phone or going over notes and things. So basically in the low power pose. So you're basically, if you're doing that, you'd be exacerbating any nerves or anxiety you had about the situation. So she said, you know, Go to the bathroom, do your power pose for two minutes to come out and go do your interview. So, well, it is just, pretty, is pretty amazing that, yeah. the, that those effects mm-hmm. would carry over for enough time to complete an interview, if not more. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how long they studied, how long that lasted. That wasn't there, but it certainly has an effect, an immediate effect. Right. So, given that, um, that information and of course being an alexander teacher and immediately seeing some ways that could rev up that effect a little bit tell me what kind of experiments you've done well you know the first my first point before i is that you could improve your situation in whatever posture you're in by applying it you know even if you need to be sitting you know, with your arms crossed. I'm not sure why you would need to do that, but you can do that in a way that's more expansive rather than Mm -hmm. less expansive. Mm -hmm. Um, But taking that these expansive postures, the high power poses are so useful, why not rev that up a notch? So um, I I started kind of talking to students, my own students about it because I was interested. And um, one in particular was very taken with the idea and, um, you know, I talked to her about a few things that she could think about Alexander style <laughs> mm-hmm. um, while she was while she was doing it. Um, and she was in a situation where she was waiting to have some medical testing done that she was quite nervous about and noticed that she was, you know, just getting anxious and fatigued. And she's just decided oh well I'm just going to as an experiment do this every morning it wasn't specifically before doing anything in particular but just every morning I'm just going to do this for two minutes and she felt it made a real difference to how she was feeling and she stopped feeling as fatigued and um, 
and, and anxious. Of course, there may be other things. I don't know. But she she definitely felt different before and after mm-hmm. doing it. So that was the first thing. Um, and then I, I did a workshop in um, England this summer, um, which was I was co-presenting with a um, a friend of mine who's a Gestalt psychotherapist, but from so we were really just sort of looking at different ways of looking at the mind body connection, and uh, we both had got interested in this. So we did an experiment with the people there, and we had them all. I didn't even tell them what the high power or low power or anything was. I just asked people as an experiment to sit for two minutes with their arms and legs crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about that, and then I asked them for two minutes to stand with the legs a little bit wider apart and the hands on the hips. Mm-hmm. And one, it seems a very long time when you're just sitting and you're not really thinking about anything in right, particular. Right. Um, but um, it, it is when you've got nothing else to think about, you do notice how uncomfortable that. Um, legs crossed arms crossed is and one person even said with no prompting that she started to feel more anxious she could tell she could feel herself getting more anxious i I thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um the the high power pose was generally people liked it better um but a couple did mention it felt maybe a little bit aggressive Mm-hmm. Um, not not familiar. Everyone said they were more familiar with the first, by the way, than the second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, that says something about our world, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, the, the this my part of the experiment was like, let's do the high power pose again, and this time I'm going to talk you through it with some Alexander technique type awareness and thinking. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. Everyone really liked it. We couldn't believe how quickly the two minutes went, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which was an added benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone felt like they were really breathing. They felt more spacious. They, you know, it was a much more relaxing, positive experience. And so, which kind of encouraged me to to go forward with this. And so, um, I actually made a little recording on my site of a just a two-minute talk-through, because I think anyone, even if they've got no Alexander experience, could benefit from just a little enhanced thinking and awareness while you're doing it. Um, so some, um, we'll be putting a link to your site by, the, yeah, by here. Yeah, anyone can sign can, up and I'll send it right to them. So right, yeah, it's right. just a, a free sign up for my newsletter. So And I noticed that, uh, I, I, I gather there's more than one power pose and oh yeah you you um yeah i honed in on the hands on the hips with the legs wide apart because it's um its nickname is the wonder woman and you can imagine the kind of classic uh linda carter wonder woman pose where she's standing there in her costume um and i also liked it um the high power poses are quite masculine Mm -hmm. um and the low power are quite much more common um, for females. So I think I kind of quite like to, to get the one that had a kind of, I don't know, a female context to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And with, I think the, the thing to really um, maybe repeat is that putting yourself standing, say, in that Wonder Woman pose, which is just with your feet apart a bit, your hands on your hips, you're not doing anything special just to do that pose no. other than being in that position. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you have any kind of Alexander background or if you listen to your little audio talk through, um, you're going to be a bit more expanded, undoubtedly. It's probably going to be easier to stand. Yeah. And you, you won't get bored as as quickly because you'll have some interesting self-thoughts to think mm-hmm. about. W- one thing that I noticed in looking at the, the power pose um, is that by by having the, the legs a little further apart and by having your hands on your hips, it does have the effect of raising your internal center of gravity a little bit. Oh, yeah, you had mentioned and, that. And, of course, I'm fascinated with that uh, in general. Mm-hmm. And this, these, this seems like an incre- and, and the and, and the shrinking version. Mm-hmm. Low is it? No well, doubt. anytime you cross your arms yeah. or or slouch down a little, you're you're lowering your internal center of gravity, and it does strike me as one way to think about it is. I mean, apart from the specific pose itself. I would I would imagine that anything you could do to raise your center of gravity for a couple of minutes might have similar effects. And yeah. that could be anything. Could be having your hands um, across your head, for example. Yeah. Or um, uh, even bending your knees would do that. Or bringing mm-hmm. your feet apart. Um, it, it doesn't take much to do a little raising of your center of gravity without even, and this is apart from even the kind even of work Without that, even thinking about it, you right, say. Right, and without even knowing where it is and how to manipulate it in the way that, that I like to, to play with it. But just, it, it, you, can, you can rest assured that pretty much anything you do apart from slumping um, is going to raise your center of gravity, raising your arms or your hands a little bit widening your feet, bending your knees, all of those have that effect. So That's to me, it's a, it, it's, it is kind of fascinating. I, um, it does seem as though this ought to be a topic of a little research project, don't you think? Hmm. Well, that, that is interesting. Um, and one of the things I that Cuddy mentioned, um, a, another a power pose, if you like, would be, that raising of the arms up above the head, you know, like uh, the winner of a race or someone who's just scored a goal yes. or something. That kind of that expression of pride or joy, which apparently is universal. And mm-hmm. even people who are congenitally blind do it in the situation oh, where they've achieved something. So it's just it's kind of a – but surely that must really raise it. When that you, raises you know, your center a lot, yeah, a lot because – well, I don't want to go too much into the physics of it, but when you when you change things far away from the center, they have a much bigger impact on on uh, on the location of the center. Wow, that's um that's fascinating stuff. Yeah. It really does, I think, tie in with with Alexander ideas and center of gravity ideas. Yeah, no, thing. I I think so, and I think 
adding the two together, you've got something really powerful, for want of a better word. Yeah. Well, it's it's motivated me to just explore, um, I, I guess, the Wonder Woman pose. <laughs> I, um, I mean, if, you, if I mean, you're standing not... in line at the bank or in a grocery store, why not just put your hands on your hips for, for a minute or two? You know? That's yeah. really all it would be, right? Absolutely. Uh, um, standing in line at, at security at an airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than kind of just tapping your feet, getting annoyed about the weight, <laughs> you know, which is probably shrinking you down. Right. Um, yeah. Or anxiety about catching your plane, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Imogen, yeah. is there anything you want to add before we, we bring this conversation to a close? Um, there's just one thing I just remembered about this work. Uh, her her point was uh, with the experiments um, was that it not only it changed not only how other people perceived you, mm-hmm. i.e., the people, for instance, in the mock job interviews, they perceived the people as more confident, etc. Mm-hmm. But it also changed how the people doing them felt themselves. So. It, it it it's it's kind of a two way thing. It's not it's not just you're not just doing this to seem better for others. It, it's going to change how you feel inside. Mm. Does that make yeah, sense? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I would think anyone listening to this who, who wants to explore it, it's it's pretty easy to explore. And you might pick some encounter that you regularly have with another person, could be your Mm -hmm. mate, could be your employer, could be someone you work with. And just as an experiment for a a few days, spend a a minute, I guess it's a couple of minutes is the recommended time. That was what they studied. So that's what they've got proof for. Just stand that way. in, before you encounter this person mm-hmm. and then just do it without giving a lot of thought to it and at the end of, of the week maybe look back and see what happens could be a, could be really uh, an interesting uh, and if and if you find out anything uh, post something on Imogen's blog about yeah, it yeah right? I'd, I'd really <laughs> love any feedback about yeah, it um, yeah. I've used it myself uh, just um any sort of stressful thing. I, mm-hmm. I remember I was driving somewhere on the interstate, somewhere I didn't really know where I was going, and I don't. It's not really my favorite thing to do. And I, uh, the combination of the interstate and not knowing where I was going, right? Right. Um, and um, I did that ahead, and I do feel it did calm me down. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, I, I, I'm thinking about Alexander Technique Constructive Rest too. That's something else which is, I think, except for the fact that you're lying down, which I can't imagine is very powerful in the world, you know, in terms of your relationship with other people. Right. But everything else about it is doing the same thing. Yes, you're, and, and when, with your knees bent, that mm-hmm. is definitely raising your internal center of gravity. Mm-hmm. So, And that's another thing I would often advise people to do before any sort of stressful or physical, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but this can be maybe add that to your things of things that you can do to help yourself and it's quite a bit quicker maybe i don't know well let's hope some people um start experimenting with this it seems like pretty simple experiments absolutely might might be an interesting thing if you have children to uh, encourage them to play with it 
you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. So. Um, it's funny you mentioned children because a lot of people, a lot of the women in the group recognize the hands on the hips kind of as the mother telling off the children posture. Right, right. So, um, right. Yeah. That's one time when the, the mother tries to make themselves bigger. To, you know. Right, right. Well, um, maybe this is a, a good place to to end the conversation. Um my guest today has been Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, I'll put a link to her website by the interview, and she also has a blog on that you can get to from that site. And you you can um, see a blog entry of hers on this topic with photos, and she'll, she'll also send you this little two-minute audio clip that's kind of a talk-through of stand the wonder woman um uh, power pose and uh i also include a link to a site that will enable you to find uh learn more about the alexander technique and find uh, uh, a teacher in your area hey thanks so much for this imogen oh you're welcome <laughs>